Today we are going to be talking about something that is important for your website structure and for your SEO, but a lot of people don't think about it when they are writing content for their blog. Hello, I'm John Reynolds, co-owner of Serenity Digital. And I'm Lindsay Reynolds, co-owner of Serenity Digital. And we have an exciting topic today, which you wouldn't really think is exciting, but when you start digging in on it, URL slugs are crazy important for your site and your SEO. Well, I wouldn't say they're crazy important, but they're so easy to do and they do have an impact. So tone it down, John. (laughs) (laughs) You said excitement. You said excitement. And here I am being excited. And I am. I am. But I guess for people who are not in the know, not necessarily wanting to know until today, what is a site slug? Okay. So a site slug is basically a descriptor of what that post is about. So you have your main URL, which is your HTTPS colon dash dash www.blankityblank.com. And then you usually have your blog paste, you know, fact slash blog, fact slash something that describes it. That's the slug. So, for example, in our case today, if we were to say our main URL, which is digitalbyserenity.com, we would have a forward slash blog, forward slash what is a URL, and that what is a URL would be our slug. Mm. Or, sorry, what is a URL slug would be our slug. (laughs) I'm making this confusing. You have to say OVA when you're done, OVA. (laughs) (laughs) But um, so just to kind of read it back at you. It's the information that is attached to your website. Essentially a descriptor in the URL. It's basically what the post is about. Okay. So okay. it's usually it's, it's usually the title, not always, but it's something it's just something somebody who is scrolling through and clicks that URL or looks at that URL says, Yeah, this is this is what I'm looking for. That's the content I want to read. Interesting. And so I guess right out of the gate, why is it important to name it or what happens if you don't? Well, nothing happens if you don't name it. Um, it's, it's, Google does say that it is a ranking factor, but it's a pretty small one in the grand scheme of SEO tactics. The main reason to include it is user friendliness. And again, that in itself is very important for SEO. So it's a simple thing to do that makes it just all the more user friendly, which is very important for SEO. Mm-hmm. So I think in that case, we could argue that they are crazy important. Yeah, there you go. See? Do you know where slug comes from? I don't. Where does slug come from? Well, I'm not exactly sure. But what I think it's from is is the slug line of a news article is the first or second sentence. The first few sentences, the who, what, where, why, and how. So basically Mm -hmm. the the bread and butter of what you're going to be reading. You know, a, a good news article is supposed to start with that opening this is what is happening. You know, you get a lot of information in the first two sentences of a news article. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a reference to the scene heading in a screenplay. Oh, so the slug line is, it basically sets the scene. You know, you have that in italics, nighttime, a man stands outside, it's raining. You know, that's that's a slug line. So it starts pa- pa- painting so the picture a, of what's pa- going to happen. Exactly, So, which is, I think, apropos of our slug line per URL. I do not know if I just used apropos correctly. <laughs> it sounded right to me. Yeah, I'm going to say it with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote me on that. But um, I have one more one more idea of where slug might be comes from. Um, you know, when you slug something down, it's like a quick drink or a shot of something. 
So it's oh. like you down it in one gulp. So okay. Like a quick sample or a quick taste of something. I think they could all be reasonable explanations for why the heck it's called a slug line. Or well, a slug. And in every case of what you just outlined, I mean, it really does kind of do that. Think of when you text somebody um, a URL or you send it in an email without trying to hide it in, you know, the verbiage or add it as like a hyperlink or something. Like you just paste a website page or blog that you're trying to read and it'll it'll have all of that information. And if you read that and it has information that is a part of the blog as like the keywords or a quick summary or something, somebody who's looking at that before they click will say, oh yeah, this makes sense to me. I understand what I'm about to open. Have you seen those, have you seen those URLs that you get every once in a while where it's just, it's just random letters and numbers and a big Holders long, and- you know, explanation or a big long amount of characters that make no sense at all. You're like, is this even, do I want to read this? I think, the, I think the email itself is a good parallel, John, because imagine sending an email with no subject. Mm-hmm. That would be like having a URL with no slug or a random slug, like a number. Yeah, so if I sent you an email that was like 11257. Versus potluck options. I still probably wouldn't open it. <laughs> I can count on my hands the number I've sent you an email with potluck well, options. Well, I'm just but... saying, if anybody ever does, I'm not opening it. I'm not going to a potluck. But if I send you an email and the subject of the email is ideas for dinner tonight, then I will decide if I even want to open it. Yeah, see? But you have that information. <laughs> well, and think about when you're scrolling. You know, you type in something, and it's if it's there's always going to be hundreds of search results. And, you know, if you're bouncing back and forth, for example, like I do, I have 400 tabs open, and I bring one up, and I, I need to quickly remind myself what I was doing on that page. The the slug helps me. It's like, oh, yeah, this is the page for blah, blah, blah. You mm-hmm. know, I, I, I don't want to scroll down and figure out where I am. It just makes it all all the easier. So it's convenient. And I kind of want to backtrack just a little bit to something that you said where this focus, right, adding slug information that has your keywords or whatever is only slightly important. It's only one piece of the total pie, and it's more a smaller piece for Google's eyes. Well, the main reason for that is that it doesn't show up on mobile search results. Sure. So and And most users are on mobile. So that's why we say that. But there are plenty of users on desktop well, where and, they can see it. And I was going to say, I, I was going to go a different route altogether. Like, that's essentially the SEO game is yeah. how many different times and how many different ways can you point to your site that is a streamlined, quickly understandable, good content way of showing this is what we're writing about. This is what's on our website. This is what's the important information in our site. And if you look at it from a user point of view, say somebody posts that in an email and then sends it off to one person, they understand what's happening with your website. So it's important from that factor. But then same if somebody puts it on another website and it's a backlink and it comes your way, the URL slug is going to say a lot whether or not you decide to open it or or not, if it's just a straight link or if it's within content as a hyperlink, that slug will kind of show up as you click it and people will see as the page is loading what information is loading in? Well, and I have no proof on this because I didn't bother to research it, but it occurs to me, too, that it's beneficial for your posts to have a slug 
wherever possible so that people don't click on it and then leave right away. They click on it because it says, yeah, this is this is what I want to read about. So you could decrease your bounce rate, mm-hmm. theoretically, by having the slug because people see in the URL, yes, this is indeed a recipe about crockpot chili. Mm-hmm. You gotta I don't think know where I've got my examples today. I think I'm hungry. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> crockpot chili... Not potluck. And potluck, you know, <laughs> trying a lot of samples, dinner tonight, all the things Slugging that are important. Down. <laughs> Slugging it down. Um, okay, so back to slugs. I mean, I, I think that they're important because if I'm clicking a link, now I'm, I'm, I would think that I'm a little bit different in how my search and my website searching kind of goes because I do look at weird stuff like that just because we are in the space. But I'll look at a website link like I'll, hi- I'll hover over it to see what all is there in the URL slug just to see if I do want to click it mm-hmm. before I actually yeah, click. Yeah, and you're not and, the only one. And that's something that I use as a thing. If it's this big, long link that has all this weirdness in it, I'm not quite sure if I want to go and do it or not. Well, that that's a good segue into some tips for writing a good URL because you said you often have to hover over it to see the complete slug. Yeah. A good rule of thumb is to make it so people don't even have to do that. Keep it five words or less so it's not truncated. So mm-hmm. you can you know that it's you can see it without having to hover over it. I mean if if, if you can't do that it's fine, but best case scenario, five words or less so people want, again, one step more toward convenience for mm-hmm. the user. Okay. But there's some other easy things to do to make sure you have it's it's easy enough to make a slug and then easier still to make it a good one. Hmm. Okay. So mm-hmm. Lay it on me. So some do's and don'ts. Okay. Don't use special characters or emojis. Really? Yeah. You can use an emoji in a URL? I you can. I mean you don't want to, but you, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't offer anything in the way of description. You know what I mean? Mm. Google doesn't crawl emojis. So on um, you know you you're missing an opportunity to use your keywords if I see. you use special characters or emojis. Um also those can be misinterpreted by the bots. So you just want to make it as clear as possible. You want lowercase letters, mm-hmm. and you want to separate the words by hyphens. Hyphens only, not underscores, not asterisks, not anything else, because those can those can mean something else. Um, and anytime I actually click a link, there's a couple sites that we work on that have underscores as the space. It always throws me for yeah. It doesn't it doesn't look right. It's not as easy to read. The best thing to do is use all lowercase letters. And separate each word by a, a single hyphen. Hmm, okay. So if your blog post is about um, knitting for beginners, you would say, you know, forward slash blog, forward slash knitting, lowercase hyphen, for hyphen beginners. And that's it. Hmm, that's two okay. words, lowercase, separated by hyphens. Easy to read, easy to know what we're going to be reading about. Okay. Now, I've I've gotten sort of back-and-forth information on this one, so I, I kind of want to hear your take on it. Dates in a, in, a, uh, in a slug. Do you think that having the dates in the slug are important? Uh, I don't think you should have a date in the slug, even if that's in your title. Um, you, ideally, a, a, you know, good content should be evergreen, mm-hmm. right? So a lot of, a lot of, a lot of content writers, myself included, do top blankety blank for 2023 because you want to keep it relevant, you know, and you can always go back and update that for each year if you really want to do that to yourself. But um, it, it'd be, it's better just to keep it so that it can always be relevant. So take away top, I would, I would take away top end of the year, for mm, example. Just okay. say so best vacation 
destinations, you know, separated by hyphens, rather than top vacation destinations for 2023. And this is something more site structure related, but very much related to the discussion. You can, it's easy, you can change the slug and your website um, information in the URL. The problem, though, is when you're talking to the machine, and this is why you wouldn't put, like, Best Vacation Spots 2023 and then update that blog with Best Vacation Spots 2024 in the next year, is it creates a whole new page. Right. And any SEO ranking factors that that Best 23 blog had would immediately be lost unless you put, you know, a redirect. And in some cases, people don't like linking to something that is then redirected to a different page. So you kind of lose... Any kind of traction. Gotcha. Yeah, you lose any kind of traction once you start updating <laughs> well, the URLs that often. Well, and I meant updating it as in creating an entirely new post along oh, the same subject lines, not updating a URL for an old blog. That's that's not really yeah. ideal unless unless you feel – and again, it, it just has – it definitely has some impact on SEO, but not enough for you to change the whole slug. Oh yeah, no. Later. You, you would want to change your slug maybe once, if not just you'll not. have you'll have shot yourself in the foot. Any backlinks you had to that site are now broken. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it. Yeah. So what are some other do's and don'ts? Do you mm. have any top of mind? I said no special characters. I said yeah, I think I think we covered it. Some people wonder if you should use your H one or your title yeah. as your keywords. Um I would say go ahead as long as it's short enough and as long as it's relevant. You know, I mean, it, it should be <laughs> relevant. Mm-hmm. Your title should be relevant to your content. But if it if it's gonna be you know if it's gonna be too long or again if your title does have a year in it for some reason, then don't do that. It's really just focus on keeping it user friendly. Focus on that rather than trying to get your keyword in one more place. It really should be. You know, I, it should be pretty organic to do that if you've put your ducks in a row. Most of the time, my title is the slug as well, unless it's too long. And then I just do the... Just the main points. Just the main points, you know. Um, but but, yeah. re- but also, you don't want your title too long either. So ideally, it should be your title, your key phrase, your keywords. Now, how about this bonus content question idea? Um, I know that some building tools or some website tools make you put a title and then you have to put an h1 um, for you know the blog within the blog and they're in two different spaces and sometimes the title is not even shown so in the same you know case as making sure you have keywords in the slug is it important to have an h1 and a title for the blog that are the same or would you change those for content so you're catching me a little off guard here. I I personally do not duplicate the title and the H1 because in some circumstances I've been like Yoast has dinged me before for having an H1 and a title. It considers them the same thing. Oh, interesting. Um, but I do often include a title and an H1, but the 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 H1 will clarify the title. Mm. So if the title is going to be too long, like you would say something like. Blah 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 colon blah 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 like uh you know we would say URL slugs colon what are they and how are they important you know you break it up and just say URL slugs for SEO as the title and then in the H1 say do you need to include URL slugs or something hmm. like that you know okay. just another way to to rephrase it and get your your key phrase in another type of heading yeah because I still consider them separate. 
They are separate. But, but a lot of the but ju- but you don't want you don't want to duplicate it too many times because if you have the exact same phrasing over and over again, that looks like keyword stuffing. And Google will be watching yeah. for that for sure. Yeah. Definitely. So just yeah. you know rearrange it. So a bit. so at the end of the day, we've talked about URL slugs, what they are in the URL, the importance of them, why they are, and what to kind of look out for, and some tips. I mean, is there in is there any other thing that somebody should be thinking about when they're looking at their site? Like, ooh, maybe this is an opportunity to update content on my site. Should they go back in time and start updating all their slugs all at once? I I don't know if I would do that again because if somebody has, you know, I would I would I would probably do um, take a look at your analytics and see if you have any good backlinks because you don't want to lose those. Mm-hmm. So you know, don't just go through changing. Okay, so you forgot a slug in this post where the slug is, you know, a number instead, but it's still got a healthy number of backlinks. Don't change it. Mm. Um, so, But if nobody's linked to it, then go ahead. You mm. know? Yeah. <laughs> um, then it can only help. Especially if you think it's the content that's your bread and butter, right? Like right. I, I was kind of leading that question down the line of if there's something important that's sort of a keystone blog for your site, that you want to make important, that you want other people to read, that you've spent a lot of time updating and putting information into, that one might be the one to optimize with this change and make sure that you have a redirect link to the blog for that broken Sure, yeah, you can always do a done. redirect, like you said. Yeah, but it's, it's, you know, some people don't like that, but in, I think in most cases it's fine. But, um, but yeah, if, um, you know, if you haven't done it in the past, don't worry. It's, it's again, it's a... All, all things considered, it's a minor thing, but just keep in mind that it, SEO is a lot of little things mm-hmm. all together, and it's it's one more way for you to be more user friendly, more helpful, more clear about what your content is. One more way to be set apart from yeah. this vast number of search results. Someone's going to click on your post versus someone else's if they can clearly see what it's about, that it's not going to waste their time. Absolutely. So it's it's worth it. It's easy, you know. Oh, we, uh, did we did we mention how to change your your presets in No, actually that's a great that's a that's a great thing that we almost yeah. left off. <laughs> yeah. Real quick. Um we keep talking about how easy it is to change your slug, but um it most um uh, most platforms is pretty easy. They will just do WordPress because that's by far the most popular one. But you go into your settings on WordPress, and there's a um, category called permalinks, and the permalinks will you, you'll be given a list of um, structures that your URL and slug will take when you post something. And there's um, it's called the posts format, or it's um, what is the name of it? It's, it says posts and, uh, it'll be, you know, that forward slash, um, what's the, what's the default thing? It's like, it's like new post, new hyphen post. And then you, you can, when you publish a new post, you can change that simply by going to the, um, edit block on the right hand side, the right column, you'll see an area for URL and then you can change the slug there. If you have Yoast, there's also a box in your Yoast little plug-in area at the bottom of the, the post page where you can change or add a slug. So it's it's pretty easy. Again, just go to your permalinks via settings, pick that post's pre-formatting. You can set a custom one, but that one is the one you want. You just want the one that has your URL plus the forward slash uh, new posts, and then it closes it out so that you just, you know, it keeps it helps you keep in mind that you want it lowercase and with the hyphen in between. It has it formatted that way. Well, and, and, and a lot of other builders too, if you're building in, 
let's say Wix or Squarespace or Ionos to, to kind of name a few, <clears throat> a lot of times that setting will be actually in the post settings mm-hmm. block of the area. So like, you know, if you're used to posting content, you know where to go to put in a new post and then you start filling out all the ideas. But it's like before that menu, there's usually like a sub menu that opens up that has all these kind of different filters. And usually in there, there's a place where it will only allow you to change the one backslash because those platforms kind of lock it down so that it's only the same. I've been saying forward slash this whole time. Oh. Uh, revision. <laughs> <laughs> Please substitute, replace every use of forward slash with backslash. That means I said. <laughs> we'll just have you say ba- backslash a couple different ways. I am ways, an expert and then on what I'm we talking will about. Put you in there, but. <laughs> But, um, yeah, if, when you're in, um, when you're in WordPress, it's, it's actually at the bottom. So you'll, you know, if you post on just the regular builder area and then you see all the content in there, you'll scroll down to the bottom and then in the bottom, that's where you'll have, you know, different, um, different settings to be able to change, you know, the post name itself and just make sure that you're looking at the post block. And honestly. And using a backslash. <laughs> And honestly, like, don't beat yourself up if it seems a little intimidating at first. Create a random blog and just start messing with it and see if you get it right. And when you do, you can always delete that one and then start doing it going forward. Don't delete it. It'll well, be I fine. Mean, you know, I mean, the, the, the tester blog that you kind of create just to mess with the settings, oh, right? Well, but, um, but honestly, if it just seems like too much work or, you know, overwhelming or whatever, you can always call us because that's what we do. We do this. Because you want to win by a thousand cuts in your SEO game by having the right URL slug and good content that answers people's we'll questions. We'll write it. We'll optimize it. We'll post it. We'll make a slug. Done deal. Yeah. Easy peasy. And we'll send it to you to read. And then, honestly, after a while, you won't even need to read it. That's that's the ideal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We love making sure that we have content on your site on a regular basis that answers other people's questions. So this has been the Serenity Digital Podcast, Peace of Mind Marketing Explained. Have a great day.